Welcome back to Backseat Banter. My name is Sam, and we're joined with a very special guest. We got a Packers fan page, uh, Lambo.Leapers on Instagram. He runs a Packers podcast. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, hi, hi everybody. Uh, I'm Lambo Leapers. Uh, my podcast is called Today in Titletown. Me and a couple other uh, Packers buddies, we talk uh, every week about every game and preview games as well. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to talk with you about, you know, what the Packers are doing um, and, and these games as we move forward to uh, the Super Bowl and beyond. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, before we begin, there's going to be a quick word from another show. All right, we're back. Um, all right. So let's start off. Uh, the Packers are playing hot. Um, Aaron Rodgers is looking like he had an MVP type season, uh, but there's a big matchup coming up uh, against the Buccaneers. Uh, first of all, just uh, really quick, what's your prediction for that game? Well, you know, there's a lot of things that are going to go into the result and, and how this game goes because we saw what happened in week six mm -hmm. and and that was a blowout. Packers started out hot, went up 10 nothing, had a couple defensive stops on Brady mm -hmm. and the Bucks, And then that game kind of went south um, after, you know, the two picks in a row. Um, the first was a pick six. Second was a near pick six. And, and those just really demoralized the team and, and mm -hmm. changed the game. I don't expect those things to happen at Lambeau. And then I expect, I really do expect to win here because Green Bay is playing like the hottest team in football on both sides of the ball. Um, and, you know, that LA Rams defense that the Packers just beat um, was the supposed best secondary. You know, they got Aaron Donald, one of the best fronts in the league. That's a top defense mm -hmm. in the NFL. And the Packers had no problems putting up 30 points. So I expect to, I expect a rebound against Tampa Bay and a victory. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that uh, their first meeting was not a pretty one, but uh, coach Matt LaFleur says that uh, the green Bay as a team has come a long way since then. And it certainly shows um, they've been on a tear. They ended the season hot. They just won, uh, like you said, against one of the top defenses in football, they made them look silly. Uh, so what are, if you had to come up with three keys to winning this game, because this is the, the matchup we've all been waiting for Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. Um, it's going to be an offensive showdown. So what are the three keys, uh, for the Packers to advance to the Super Bowl? That's a great question. I think number one, it's, you got to protect Aaron Rodgers. Um, and we saw how that, you know, when that didn't happen, uh, you know, we lost David Bakhtiari in that game very early and we had to shuffle things around. Um, we put Rick Wagner, who's playing right for us now. Mm -hmm. We had to put him at left tackle and, and we were jumbled in there. And um, of course, now David Bakhtiari is out for the year with an ACL. But uh, we're kind of more established now that with Bill Turner on the left, Rick Wagner on the right and those guys in the middle playing really well. I feel like it'll be a lot more, you know, we'll be prepared this time for, for mm -hmm. what they're bringing. Um, I think that's the number one key. You got to protect Aaron Rodgers and, and let us get our offense going. Otherwise, mm -hmm. you know, we can't be doing a lot of, if we're able to get everything on schedule and, and just execute our offense, nobody's beating us. So I think that's the number one key. And then number two, um, I would have to say on the other side of the ball, you got to pressure Tom Brady. You have to find a way to um, get just like the way that they did to Aaron Rodgers in week six. You got to make Tom Brady get off schedule, um, collapse the pocket, uh, force mm -hmm. him to make throws off platform because, um, you know, you know, he's not going to be a mobile quarterback running around the field or anything. So 
if you can put pressure on him, make him throw a couple balls that, you know, we've seen him do in the past, even this year, um, throw some interceptions. If we can get some turnovers out of that guy, uh, that superstar quarterback who's done it for so long at a high level and, and been in these big games, that'll be a huge thing for us on defense. And then I'd have to say on offense, just, you know, that, that final third key would be just to get something going with Devontae Adams early and often and, and have mm -hmm. that running game as well. Just to have that marry with the pass and the run, um, starting with getting Devontae Adams involved early and as well, in, as well as Aaron Jones. I think if we do all of those things, it should be a good game for us. Yeah, and I mean, those are the, the three keys. Um, I, I think that uh, even Matt LaFleur should, should take some notes here because if they do those three things, um, they're certainly going to win the game. But it, obviously, it's a lot easier said than done. Um, protecting Rogers goes without saying, but then pressuring Brady, I think teams have been trying to figure out how to do that for years. And it's always a different strategy. He's got a very unique roster around him this year that, that he's not used to having the weapons that he has this year, but also he's aging. He's not able to pull off the throws that he used to be able to do. So it's a very unique combination. And I think the Packers could take advantage of that, um, that there's not as much team chemistry, uh, that, that Brady has with his guys and that their defense just needs to step it up and hold their own. They can't give up. What, what was it? 38 points. They gave up in um, their first matchup. Yeah. Yeah, they, they got to yep. um, stay on that. But I think it's very possible their defense has actually been overperforming the last few weeks. And I think that that momentum can carry on into this uh, game against the Buccaneers. I think that um, Aaron Rodgers is one of the few quarterbacks that has enough experience to go head to head with Tom Brady. Uh, a lot of people get you know, caught up in the moment, but Aaron Rodgers has been there before. He knows how to handle the big moments. And he's, I mean, in the words of Stephen A. Smith, he's a bad man. So uh, <laughs> he he could keep up with the best of them. That's for sure. And yeah, certainly with, um, it, it does have to be a balanced attack. They can't over align one or the other. I know earlier in this season, Aaron Jones was kind of carrying the load on his shoulders. And then um, the, the passing game really opened up and made the whole team just, take the next step forward. Uh, but let's look over to the other side uh, of the, the field. Um, there's a Chiefs versus Bills game coming up, and I, it's two questions in one. One is your prediction for that game, but the second one is who is the better matchup if the Packers do win this and move on to the Super Bowl? Who would you rather see uh, playing in? Surprisingly, Tampa, right? Yeah. Well, first off, for the prediction for that game, mm -hmm. let's just assume – Patrick Mahomes is going to go. Mm -hmm. um, and I, you know, it's so, it's so weird because we've seen what the, what the chiefs can do and they've won so many games in a row. And, and of course they're the champions. And, um, and we've also seen what Buffalo has been able to do. Uh, we saw them also play in week six on Monday night. Funny enough, these are both rematches from week six. Mm -hmm. <laughs> See, the thing with this game is it all depends on what the chiefs do. If they're not able to stop, you know, that, that Buffalo Bills running game, which, you know, isn't special, but mm -hmm. it can get going. And of course, if that gets going, you know, Josh Allen's downfield passing would get going as well. My, it's so tough. I'm going to go with the Bills here just because I think there's a lot of, just a lot of games that we've seen the Chiefs kind of sputtering on offense or, you know, not making mm -hmm. the plays on defense where I feel like the Buffalo Bills are, are the hotter football team. Um, and I just think Josh Allen, you know, and I, I, this could change for me over the course of these next few days. But for now, I'm going to go with the Bills just because 
I think what they're doing on offense is, is going to overwhelm that Chiefs defense. Mm-hmm. And then the second part of that question, because I think uh, by most people's standards, that would be kind of a hot take saying that the Bills are, are going to beat the Chiefs. But the more interesting question, I guess, for you is which team would you rather see in the Super Bowl facing off against uh, your Packers, hopefully? You know, that's a great question, too, because I w- you would think if I'm picking the Bills here, I would lean towards the Chiefs being the better matchup for the mm-hmm. Packers purposes. But, you know, Green Bay thrives on getting up early and and holding leads. But we've seen what Patrick Mahomes and those Chiefs can do against big leads in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We saw that last year on, ev- on pretty much every game they played. They got down by a lot and then ended up coming back to win. And we've seen the Packers really struggle when they get a big lead. They seem to kind of take their foot off the gas in the second half and let teams back in. So honestly, I'd be a little bit more concerned with the Chiefs and and I'd rather play the Bills uh, just because of number one, I don't think their running game would do anything that we saw the Niners do last year to the Packers defense. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we'd be able to stop their passing game enough uh, and take advantage of their defense just enough to where we can come out with a victory in that, in that game, a potential Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, that's a really interesting perspective there that the team that you think is going to win the, the conference matchup is also the team that you think fares better or that your team rather fares better against. Um, and maybe it's, it's it will because, work out that way. Right. Yeah. It's because it's just all about matchups. Every team, mm-hmm. every game is, is just matchups in this league. And, that's, that's the most underrated part of football. You know, everybody talks about uh, – a lot of casual fans even will mm-hmm. say, you know, the Saints are the better team than the Bucks because they're the number two seed and mm-hmm. they've beaten them twice. But it's just the circumstances of the game. It's the matchups. It's, it's all of the above. You have to consider everything when you're looking at these games. And, you know, sometimes you think a team is better than the other and then that proves true. Uh, but then you go see them in another matchup and there's just these little things, these nuances in the game mm-hmm. that give the other team the advantage. And, and I feel like that's what Green Bay would have to deal with in that case. Yeah. And one thing we talked about last week uh, when we were previewing um, actually like the Browns playing against the Chiefs was that it's really an any given Sunday type of scenario there where any mm-hmm. team can come out and perform. And we've seen teams come out and perform and get upsets. But I think the teams that are left right now, no one would be surprised if any one of them uh, pulled out the win. As This is the cream of the crop left in the NFL right now. Obviously, there's four teams left competing for that one trophy. Um, but I like I like the Packers' chances. That's why we wanted to have you on the show, preview things, uh, see how things are going. If we do get if we do get a matchup between Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen, I think those are the top two candidates for the MVP. Would you say that? Yeah, I would, just because of the way Josh Allen finished the season and, and as well as the way Patrick Mahomes finished the season kind of on a downward trend. Uh, of course, Aaron Rodgers has been playing maybe some of his best football of his career now in this season. And, and Josh Allen coming onto the scene like this and – really propelling the Bills to be this this team that can compete and will compete with the Chiefs this Sunday uh, has been truly impressive. So I think those two guys are at the top. And then you throw in guys like Derrick Henry and Patrick Mahomes in that conversation as well. Right. So out of those, uh, is Aaron Rodgers a lock, you think, for MVP? Or, I, or uh, there's – You know, I don't think – I don't think – I don't think he'll be unanimous or anything, but I do think he's a lock for this award. We saw him get – I, I believe it, almost every all pro vote that first team 
Mm-hmm. He was in. He was on those votes, and and that's kind of like a preview for what we'll see in the MVP awards as well. So I'm expecting him to win it with with a pretty wide margin. Yeah, I mean that that's certainly what it's looking like. But one thing that's super interesting, looking back on how the season started, it started with the Packers drafting a quarterback that was seemingly uh, the Aaron Rodgers replacement, right? And I guess that lit a spark under him to come out there and give like you said probably his best performance so far um moving forward how does that dynamic change do you think with Aaron Rodgers still playing some of the best football of his life but also now grooming a quarterback under him in Jordan Love I think that's really going to be the question whether the Packers win the Super Bowl this you know mm-hmm. or whether they lose this week whatever happens that's going to be the main question going forward is okay Regardless of how we finish, Aaron Rodgers is the MVP of the league. What do you do with this young quarterback who teams liked coming out of the draft? And obviously the Packers, they gushed over him. I mean, they, of course, we saw how they traded up for him. They had talked like they expected him to get picked very early. And he kept trickling down the board was the was the thought process in their eyes. Um, and I guess they didn't look at any mock drafts or anything like that, but <laughs> Uh, you know, they, they had him as, as really one of the top two quarterbacks in the draft, I think. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's kind of crazy to think about with the way that, you know, where he obviously landed. So, you know, that's the dynamic. Is it, do they, do they use Rogers MVP season in the future as evidence of he's still this guy and then try to trade him for an unbelievable amount of assets, which would, you know, that would have to be multiple first round picks and more, maybe mm-hmm. players included, or do they give guy, the, the guy Jordan Love, do they give him some preseason action and then teams start calling and they feel confident that Aaron Rodgers can play for four or five plus more years and they can get another crack at drafting a guy, um, you know, in years to come as well. And then maybe they move on from Jordan Love in the near future. So that's going to be the question, you know, that especially mm-hmm. with the way that teams are talking about you know a potential cap decrease where you know green bay is not in a great position as it is and if the cap goes down um they'll have to definitely make some tough decisions so we'll see what happens there yeah and it seems so bizarre to think about trading away like we were just talking about the the favorite for mvp in after his mvp season after a potential super bowl run uh, I, I do think that if they win, his job there is secure in Green Bay. I don't think they're going to give away a Super Bowl champion quarterback right off of his Super Bowl run. But um, certainly if something happens between now and then, maybe they do look to move on from him. That would be very shocking to me at least. Uh, but I, maybe it's because I'm outside of the Green Bay scene. Is this uh, more rumors that's going around or is this like a hot take that you just uh, threw out there into the universe? Well, they're going to have to make a decision at some point. And Mm -hmm. if you ask me personally, I highly doubt he gets moved. And I'm especially the way he played this year. Mm -hmm. I would have doubted it, you know, if he played at that same level he did last year, throwing, Mm -hmm. you know, not he didn't even have 30 touchdowns last year four picks. I would have doubted it if he played like that this year as well. Um, You know, regardless of where they finish this year, I don't think they move on from him. The more likely scenario is that he continues to play well with now Matt LaFleur in this second year. You know, I don't see anything changing with his level of play and what Matt LaFleur has got going with that offense. Mm -hmm. So if anything, Jordan Love's going to sit for a couple of years if they don't decide to make any moves there. And he'll be a good backup. You know, that's something Green Bay hasn't had in a long time. 
and the thing with them has always been if Rodgers gets hurt, they have zero chance. There is mm-hmm. literally no chance they can win a football game without Aaron Rodgers. And maybe, you know, maybe they wanted to change that. Maybe they wanted to say, now we've got this guy who is a really high level quarterback coming out of from the draft. Now they have that. Now they have him in their back pocket where moving forward, if Rodgers does go down with an injury, the season isn't lost. And I think that's probably ultimately what goes down where they end up keeping both guys for at least the next three years. And, and that's going to be the dynamic. If Rodgers goes down, they have somebody who can actually give them a chance to win. Exactly. Cause I was thinking just how it, it's so unreasonable to think, right. That you lead the team, e- even if this is the end of the season, which I actually do not think it is. Um, we're going to release our predictions on backseat banter, uh, later this week, but I think that it will be a chiefs versus Packers super bowl. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's been destined that way. Uh, pretty much from the third week of the season, it, those two teams kind of rose above the top. And I don't think that regardless of what happens, you let a guy like that go. He's synonymous right now with Green Bay. He's kind of moved into that, like that, uh, pretty much in the same echelon as uh, Brett Favre, right? Of mm-hmm. Green Bay legends who you, if you think about Green Bay, you think about Aaron Rodgers right now. So it, it seems so unreasonable but also we've seen uh, rumors around the nfl guys like deshaun watson being thrown around in trade rumors people that you would think would be you know franchise players that are on the move so uh crazier things have happened before and there's certainly rumors that crazy things can happen again um although my prediction would be more on the jordan love side of things that if they were to move anybody it would be jordan love he could probably get them some uh talent or some draft picks just off of the potential of who he could become right um but they'd probably still hold on to aaron Rodgers as long as he's able to play he's probably going to have that kind of drew Brees play until you're no longer able to stand yeah kind of kind of career with the team uh but let's final thing um this is a quick pod uh let's move forward into the off season so it's been a very successful year but like you said there's a few question marks heading into the off season their cap space is looking questionable and there are still a couple of holes on the roster that i'm sure they wouldn't mind filling Uh, what what would be your off season plan if you were the, the gm of a team well, I'm going to assume that we go and win the Super Bowl just because mm-hmm. this this puts us in a position where our offseason is obviously a little less crucial. Um, mm-hmm. Because if if they don't come out with a Super Bowl, you know, trophy at the end of this whole thing, the way the cap is positioned, guys coming off the books and things like that, and we're not having a lot of we don't have a ton of money to sign people. I you know it's going to be tough to get back there. It's hard to get back to that spot the spot that we're in now it's just so hard because there's so many variables into it and for me looking at needs specifically number one thing that you're going to have to look for is a, is a guy to put in the middle at that linebacker spot mm-hmm. uh we've been settling for mediocre at that position for years i don't know if it's a, full, a philosophical thing on defense or if it's you know just the circumstances of guys we drafted but Blake Martinez was a late round pick and he ended up being a a really solid player for us for a while but other than that we haven't had anybody in in that position since a guy like Nick Barnett 
in the 2010, 11, you know, we haven't had mm-hmm. AJ Hawk was a guy that was a, a, an average player for us, but we just haven't had a, a guy like a Devin white or just a fast young guy that can really change the middle of the field for, for a team. Uh, I'm looking to add a hybrid type player, a guy like that guy down in, in Carolina um, his name is slipping my mind, uh, that they drafted this year was a guy that I was really, uh, really interested in and as a possible second round, maybe late first round selection for us uh, to help with the pass coverage in the middle of the field on tight ends, running backs, and also have the strong you know, build of, of a linebacker to stop the run. Um, and I think that's something that would really change our defense because Christian Kirksey, he hasn't been good for us. He's been, you know, a free agent signing. You don't expect much. Um, and then we've got an undrafted guy in there pretty much wearing the green dot calling plays right now. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, that's the situation. I think that's the number one thing. Uh, and we're probably going to have to add somebody in that middle of the defensive line as well to stop the run. And on offense, of course, you want to add another wide receiver potentially in the draft or uh, maybe a free agent. Um, but other than that, you know, I really like where this team is at um, personnel wise. Well, when you've got Rodgers, he clogs a lot of the holes that you've got on offense, you know, whether that's the offensive line or <laughs> or even just the receivers themselves, unless they're dropping passes, which seems to happen a lot nowadays. But, yeah, um, yeah I, I'm pretty happy with where we're at. And as long as we have Aaron Rodgers, just just put some guys with a little bit of talent out there and, and we're going to be in the position that we're at today. I mean, exactly. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, you're right. He does kind of make everyone else look good, even when they're not there yet. But the team is in a very unique position, like you said. They have a lot of guys coming off the books. There's a lot of decisions to make of who to keep around and who you can replace. We've talked on the show a lot about how in the NFL, a lot of players are expendable. Um, We really focus on the running back position, but it kind of does vary in all positions. Unless you have a top three of any position, you can kind of replace them with someone else and get similar value. Uh, so that that's why you do have those chasing stars uh, mentality right now in the NFL. There's a lot <laughs> of great wide receivers on the market in, in this offseason. I don't know if the Packers have the money to acquire any of them, but that would be ridiculous if you compare Devontae Adams with Kenny Galladay or Allen Robinson and just wreak havoc on the NFL defense. Forget about that. What's what's right. Yeah. (laughs) I think Um, once that, you know, if, if that, if we don't win the Super Bowl this year, I think they're going to have to go in on somebody and, and, you know, maybe cut a few players mm -hmm. Um, even on the defensive side, they're going to have to make a decision. You know, if if we want to get back to this spot again and potentially this time win a Super Bowl after two years of getting to the NFC championship game, and not winning it, uh, they're going to have to make a splash, whether that's a guy like J.J. Watt, who is a bit older, but, you know, he adds something to the defense, mm-hmm. and that's a guy who, from Wisconsin. I know they have high regard for him. Or, you know, if they add a guy like Marvin Jones, I think that'd be another good good player. But it's all about the money, of course. I know that Brian Gutekinds will always keep room to add potential players coming off the books, potential veterans that – or guys that they just have, you know, teams are going to have to make tough decisions this off season and, and cut highly played players um, that are still very good. And I know Brian Gutekinds is going to leave room, find a way to, to have a, a shot at getting some of those guys. Mm-hmm. And I think Kenny Galladay would be a, you know, all these guys, Allen Robinson or Kenny Galladay, if they could find a way to add either of those guys um, that would really give them a better chance for, you know, it would give Rogers a real, a real opportunity to 
have that offense that just would be unstoppable. Not that mm-hmm. this one that we have now isn't, but you wouldn't see those drop passes and things. It would just be like almost perfect. It's as close to perfect as you can get. Exactly. Cause right now it really does seem like obviously Devonte Adams is a star in, in the NFL. He's his top three wide receiver by anyone's standards. And Aaron Jones, I think is probably one of the most underrated running backs. Would you say? Uh, in terms of the way that fans from other uh, franchises view him in, in the leaderboards uh, of right. who a top running back is. But he's shown that he can put that team on his back and just explode for uh, very long touchdowns, but also just getting the, the goal line stands that, that a team needs. Yeah, just to he's wrap it very up, good. He's, 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 he's so impactful to us. You know, mm-hmm. People always talk about whether we should pay him or whether we should let him walk. And whether he's worth these, you know, ten million dollar plus contracts, but I'll tell you one thing: he does more than just a running back. He's not—he's not just an average running back that is, you know, really good. He's not just even a really good running back. He brings so much more to this offense. And when he's in there, he adds to our winning ability. He gives us uh, such a dynamic player that creates his own offense. He's not just a runner. He breaks tackles. He he makes his own yardage, and it's just mm-hmm. he's so valuable. So I wouldn't be mad if we paid him a big contract. I really wouldn't. Yeah, he's certainly one of the few running backs in the NFL that's worth it, and I, I don't think that everyone really respects that uh, about his game. Um, but that's also because a lot of times his highlights and uh, his impact is overshadowed a little bit by Aaron Rodgers' theatrics, mm-hmm. uh, throwing the ball, the hail marys. You, you know the deal. You, you get to enjoy it uh, on a weekly basis. So just to wrap yeah. it up, um, let's talk about your your account, your your podcast. Uh, this is kind of like your moment to, you know, give your plugs. But also, have there been any uh, opportunities that th- this uh, account has unlocked for you? You obviously have a big reach. You have a, a pulse on the community uh, of Green Bay fans um, and fans around the world of the Packers because it is a global sport. They're are people in different countries, for example, who are fans of specific players and Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys. So talk about your account, the reach that you've been able to have the experiences that uh, your fandom outside of just watching games, but talking about the sport, promoting the team. Uh, t- talk about that for a little bit. Well, I've been really fortunate because I've been able to work with a lot of great companies. I've been able to really connect with a lot of players. You know, it's it's been a lot of player connection, which I never even thought possible. But uh, I've been able to communicate with a lot of players. I've had, you know, we've had guys from the team on our podcast called Today in Title Town. We've had, you know, it's great because we really get to talk ball with some of the guys that, you know, you grow up watching and, and you're fans of. And, you know, I'll, I'll tell you this, I've had a lot of great moments throughout, you know, what we do on this page and, and a lot of exciting things happen. But this year was a great year for us because we worked with a company called Youth Stadium um, to bring T-shirts, you know, a couple T-shirts that we've got going um, to the table. And, and our first one was a Super Smith Bros T-shirt um, for the Smith Bros, Darius mm-hmm. Smith and Preston Smith. And... Um, it was great because we came out with these t-shirts and as soon as we came out with them, a minute goes by and Preston Smith comments on the post and says he oh, wants no a t-shirt. Yep. So Preston Smith, <laughs> he, you know, then he DMs me asking me for a shirt. So we send them to the, to the facility. So a couple get, a couple weeks go by and, you know, we're playing a home game and 
I see Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith. You see these photos, the, you know, the official Packers, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram are tweeting and, and posting these pictures mm-hmm. of Zadarius and Preston Smith wearing our t-shirt that we created. And, you know, we got a ton of sales from it. And, you know, I get to, I got to talk to Preston Smith a ton. We communicated with him, Zadarius Smith, you know, and, and just to have these guys wearing the t-shirt we created was really special for for what we're doing and and really for what I'm doing on this page in general and then it was just you know just really exciting it was a great one of the greatest things that has happened for my page and and it was you know it ended up being a pretty good year for the page as well dude it's actually incredible like you put something out there and it instantly connects with the players and that that's ultimately the goal right it's to be able to share your love of the team with everybody else but also hopefully get uh some eyeballs on you and uh if those eyeballs come from the players on the teams that that's just the cherry on the cake right oh it absolutely is and it was just it's just a special thing to like i said you, you this is my favorite team growing up little kid you enjoy just watching them on TV. And then you, mm-hmm. you, I made this page and, and just, it grows immensely. And I'm, you know, we've got 54 and a half thousand followers now. And it's just, it's, we've grown in, in ways that I couldn't even expect and, and to get to do these things with the players and communicate with them and, and other big companies as well to do different, you know, advertisements and giveaways for, for followers and things like that has been great as well. So just, just to do all that has been awesome. Yeah, that, that's actually uh, really great. How long have you been doing this page? I'll tell you how, you know, I'll tell you how we started it. So it's, it's been, uh, I don't even know how long, but I'll tell you when it was. Uh, we all know the story of that 2014 NFC championship collapse, and I'm not going to talk too much about it because <laughs> just a nightmare situation. So I remember as that was just, I'm, I'm just a fan. And I, I was thinking, man, I can't sit in, in, you know, just sit in this loss and just, you know, just that's all we've got, just this loss. I decided, you know, I've got to do something else to enjoy the Packers. And I just started this page uh, on Instagram. And, and ever since then, you know, it grew a little bit and a little bit. And it was just to get out of the funk that I was in because of that loss. I really mm-hmm. was, it was, a, it was a tough spot to be in for all Packers fans. And I had to do something to just like try to, you know, bring my fandom back and, and bring my enjoyment of the team back. And, and that's when I started it. So, you know, probably sometime in February uh, of that, of that 2015 year, right at, right in that season uh, is when, is when I was starting the page and, and then it just grew a little bit and a little bit and it just kept growing and growing. And, and now we're here over 50,000 followers. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely a, a great journey and it, it should be an inspiration. To anybody that loves sports uh, is thinking of doing something similar, that it can be done. And it all it just takes is a, a lot of hard work and dedication. And also it helps if the players notice and wear your shirt to a game, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that didn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, thank you so much for joining us. If you guys uh, enjoyed this pod, go check out uh, one more time. What's the name of your show? Uh, today in Titletown, we're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. All Packers fans should come and listen because we do interviews with players. We, you know, we do fun little things discussing the games every week. And uh, this year has been a real fun journey. Just you know, really previewing every game and discussing the outcomes. So it's been a lot of fun to have this like storybook, you know, chapters every week of of a really really special season. You know, how, regardless of how it ends, this has been a real special year, and and to be able to bookmark everything with these podcasts has been special. So make sure to listen to those every week.
Yeah, well, good luck to the Packers and good luck to you. Uh, continue growing your page and your show. And uh, I hope that we could stay in touch and, and maybe talk about a Packers uh, Super Bowl win in, in the next few weeks. Yeah, look, you're you're great. I mean, it's great. It's great to talk to you. And, and you obviously know your ball. So it's it's really, really fun talking to you. And, and I definitely look forward to talking to you after a Super Bowl win, baby. Yeah. All right. Uh, you have a good one. And thank you. Thank you, everybody else, for tuning in. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace out.